question. What happens when you take pedicures, rap music, terrible pizza, ramen noodle fights, and put it all in the same podcast? The answer is simple. You get our game. What's up and welcome, what's up and welcome, people, welcome to uh, Our Gang Podcast, episode three. Bonsoir. And we are back again with myself, Jalen, or Jay, whatever you want to call me, uh, and my homie Josh. DJ Scruffleupagus. Yeah, that. And this week, this time, this year, this day. Whatever in the sphere that you are listening to this, I am a candle, a candleman, and I am Shantru from Pokemon. I'm gonna have to look that up. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember Shantru? Shantru. He was the one that looked like a a chinchilla. Chinchilla. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so funny. I <laughs> I just in this, these past. Just these past two podcasts now, and I guess the three. Um, this being three, I feel like the my whoever's with me spends more time explaining, like <laughs> their, their choice, and I'm just like I'm a stick or I'm a, I'm a candle or like or a button, and it just kind of is that, and then they're like nah, but I'm this, cause that's that's crazy, and I mean, I mean we just try we gotta outshine you, yeah, I'm trying to top me and shit all the time. It sucks. So how is your day? I guess day week. Yeah, yeah. I guess day. I don't know. Time's starting to blend right now. Uh, I don't. Today is Wednesday. Today is Friday. Doesn't matter actually. In the spirit <laughs> that you're listening to this, but just know that he's disappointed in me. Safe to Whatever say. Whatever day. Just to let is. you know, it's Saturday. Yeah, it's Saturday. <laughs> it's Saturday. Um, <laughs> but uh, today I. I went to go get uh, myself a pedicure with nice. with uh, some family. It's a family pedicure day. Nice. We bro, don't do it that. often. This was that was like, actually it's only the second time I've done it. It's the third time my dad has done it. And it's like the uh, first time my older brother has done it. Saturdays are for the boys, man. I so, like that for the boys, bro. Uh, they uh, they were making fun of me, but I got the deluxe, bro. I had to. I had to go all the way. What's a part of the deluxe? So the deluxe. I believe well, it's it's different depending on where you go to get it done. But like, um, you know, you get the standard uh, you know, snip your nails, uh, file them down and like take the sandpaper to your feet and all that craziness. They whisper sweet nothings to your your corns. <laughs> it's it's not as odd as you think, but yes. Uh no, no, they um they uh use like special uh, sc- uh legs scrubs on your like your feet and your your uh, ankles and and calves and stuff, and then uh, they put oil on. But then I got the um, I got the the hot wax treatment, bro. And they put it's like a hot wax in a bag, and they like encase your foot in it, like, and then they tie up the bags. It's kind of what? Wild. It's wild. They bro. tie up. You tie your feet up in bags. Yeah, in bags full of, like hot wax. Oh shit! It's, yeah, bro. It's like your foot's a, like a good smelling like fossil. <laughs> um. Yeah, and so, you know, they let they let one sit, and it's so weird because even now, like I can feel the smoothness. I put on like I, you know, the only crappy part about going to get a pedicure is that you come in already like having walked 
with your own feet yeah. in socks and shoes, and then you, it wouldn't feel right just to put your shoes back on and, like, carry your funky-ass socks out. <laughs> so I have to kind of put them back on, but I try to make sure I get home as soon as possible. It's like using the restroom after a shower. Yeah. I, I yeah, it's like, <laughs> like, you don't preserve any real freshness. But yeah. luckily, I'm happy to say I switched, these, I sw- I switched my socks when I got home. And they, they're actually, I don't know, they're pretty smooth, bro. They're, they're sleek. They're not they are not as pure as they they started, but, you know, they're somewhere. I get it. They're on that spectrum. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, and I spent, like, 45 bucks on that. I got my car looked at. I spent, like, 50 bucks there. Um, what else did I do? I bought, I bought a, a new, uh, some more camera equipment that, you know, I guess I got to use soon. Uh, yeah, which is like I think it's like you heard it first, ladies and gentlemen. We got projects on deck. Maybe, maybe we got projects. Sometimes I just do it because it's like I don't want to. I don't want, and it's not even like a addiction thing because I rarely do I buy anything for myself. But I think what it is is I'll buy it and I'll be like I'm gonna use this, and then it honestly it'll usually take me like a year to figure out what to do with it. Um, <laughs> if you know, if I remember, I have it. Um, worst comes to worst, we could just start a bang bus series. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't think they use a camera rig. For that. <laughs> I mean, there's just a dude in the passenger seat with a camera. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably would that make it better or worse if there was a rig? A rig. Well, because I mean, people are yeah, stable. Well, I think the thing is, well, in 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 human movement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can just hey, keep it, keep it in frame, please. <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep, keep the cooch in frame, please. We need, we need it in frame. Uh, he's like, I'm trying. How do you expect me to do both? The again? cooch is wild. It's everywhere. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, needless to say, I spent a lot of money today, and at the current moment, I'm not working. So it's probably not the best move. But I did it, and I gotta live with it. And yeah, fuck it. Yeah, how about you, uh, Mister uh, Mister Pokemon Pokemon? I don't know. I forgot. Don't get any suit now, bro. Char- Chartreuse, right? That's it. Chartreuse. Sandtruce. Yeah, Ch- yeah. Ch- I can't. Even Are say you trying to make my speech impediment come out? I, I already fucked up two times saying it. Did you? Yeah. I said Chartreuse. I said Chartreuse. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I've been chilling, bro. Um. I'm sorry I missed the last one. I was too busy working. That's but, fine. uh, you know, I'm glad I can make this one. My day slash week was pretty cool, bro. Nothing really too eventful. My, uh, so the whole, uh, courtroom process nowadays is a fucking sham and a half. <laughs> so I had to wake up at, uh, 7 a.m. because I had to go to court for the whole, you know, thing I talked about on the podcast last time about the whole phone thing. Mm-hmm. I had to wake up at 7 a.m. to go to 9 a.m. court. We got we got our first follow-up on this podcast. Yeah. So you get to hear the <laughs> follow-up. Part two. Very uneventful follow-up. So I go there, and it is 45 minutes of waiting to talk to a lawyer. I don't know what the fuck, like a lawyer about what the whole story, about the whole uh, <laughs> case. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it was, you know, fun, you know, just rehashing the story like uh, what are those like old school crime shows, uh, Law and Order, just rehashing it to the lawyer. And, uh, you know, then I had another about two hours of waiting (laughs) 
And then I finally had to give my testimony, and that was like three minutes. So three hours of work, <laughs> three hours of work for three minutes, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my sounds question like my is, Tinder when dates. You, when you when you went in there, were they like? <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, thank you, thank you. I'm so glad you came one time and even earlier. Um, you got three minutes. <laughs> tell, tell <me laughs> you know, I would have preferred if that was the case <laughs> rather than, oh yeah, dude, just sit down right here. You know, at least I would know I could go grab some coffee or something, take a nap. But I didn't know. I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, oh shit, you know. And I'm always under the assumption because I'm really a dread type of guy. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. fuck, man. Once I go here, I'm gonna like in the boondocks. I'm gonna go in the court steps. I'm gonna get fucking as soon as all this shit's done. Like, <laughs> his fucking his homies are gonna slide through and just fucking <laughs> blast me. And then I realize this isn't a fucking movie. And he was there, right? Uh, yeah, he was. Damn, that must have been weird. It was. It was something, bro. It was wild. You, you ain't. You ain't get all shook up looking at him, did you? you no. Nah. You ain't turn to Elvis, did you? No. <laughs> No, <laughs> it was just weird. I think it was weird for both of us, honestly. It's it just like, you know, awkward. yeah, just really awkward. <laughs> more, like, more for him than for me. I bro, tell you that for sure. On the phone. But it's just whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and uh, it is what it is. I can't. I don't really know if I can talk too much about anything else because That's they get true. mad at you about it. Yeah. So you know, just know that that that's kind of weird. I mean, but like, like you already said, it was like a sham and a half. That's kind of weird that that's that's even the sham kind of too. It's like there's no real penalty for you saying anything, especially just in this situation specifically. They're just like, oh man, I'm really mad at you. Like I don't know how this could compromise anything because everything is kind of. It's kind of like it's not even that big. Like the whole case, I felt like. Like in the whole context of like cases, I just felt like this one was kind of like, <laughs> I you really need me for this? Like, like, really? like I don't think anybody could be like, yo, that's defamation. <laughs> like, like who's like who, who's getting hurt in this situation? Fuck, I have him more than anybody, but you know, that's what you, you be those decisions you make, I guess. Yeah, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. What else? What else is going on? What else is happening? What happened? Oh. uh... <laughs> Freaking Playboy Cardi, well, sorry, yeah, same thing. <laughs> yeah, Playboy so. Cardi is getting fucking replaced by uh, this dude Mario Judah. Yeah, I think I, I think it's like it's a I think it's a brilliant move, and I only say that because it's like this. You know, music now is it's already so sort of like copy and paste. Everyone's always like, oh, so-and-so already sounds... You already got, like, five other dudes who sound like you. And, like, just to embrace that, I feel like, from the jump as as a career move is pretty smart. Like, because, like, imagine if... Imagine if... Um, what the hell is his name? Imagine if a uh, designer was like, yeah, you know, I'm doing all future flows. Like, what if he was just like... What if he was like... You know, instead of being like, "Well, I don't think I sound like him," or like, "I don't," or "I didn't mean to sound." That like was him. the big thing that they thought designer sounded like future. That was yeah. That was why designer <laughs> kind of. Uh, that's why people gave him a hard time. It's like, "Oh, bro, you trying to steal future flow?" I, I did not. Da, 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 da. You I, never knew that. I, I did not. You never hear heard it. that. I always thought it was, like before, but before I heard because I heard the the father stretch my hands too before I heard panda. Yeah. So I just assumed I was like, "Is it the future?" And you know, futures. They already had like Future's little um, tag, or or it's Metro Boomin's tag with Future's voice on it on on Father Stretch My Hands one. So I just assumed I was like, okay, oh, guess he got Future on this album now. And then someone was like, that's not even Future, it's designer. Fuck, I guess. 
I didn't really yeah. catch it, but you know. But like, like I'm saying, you know, I feel like the music has always come from like a place where it's like, oh man, we hate carbon copies, but it's like everything is kind of carbon copy at this point. At and this I, point, absolutely. I don't even think it's that people run out of ideas. I just think it's that, like I think we were talking about this earlier. It's not. It's is that like when you find that little pocket that no one else has kind of curated or, or at least. Uh, put on, you know, exposed in a light, like for audience to see. You're kind of been called like a pioneer, like a you know Playboy Cardi. Some people are just like, man, he's so so different. And I mean, I don't think he, it's not really that. It's just different. And I don't know if it's even different in a good way, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Because if someone can really release something like this, and you know, pretty much damn near make something comparable to what you make your entire career <laughs> there's really nothing i don't think i think you lose a bit of your specialness even though you know mm-hmm. with, with cardi his specialness was so simplistic i mean you really can't even you have to understand cantonese in order to understand what he's <laughs> saying pretty much from what everyone's saying but now that you have somebody who literally well took advantage of your stagnation because let's just yeah. be honest cardi literally just stagnated i don't know the last time you released like an ep or an album or anything but Nothing, and then people have just been hounding this nigga, <laughs> oh, well, my, hounding yeah, and stalking media. him for fucking whole lot of red, and he just doesn't release it. And then you have someone who, let's, let's be honest, he kind of he he brought twenty twenty to a nice little close, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mario Judy has been very interesting. <laughs> I've I've enjoyed what I've been hearing from him, and I I was one of the guys who was really skeptical skeptical of him because you know I was just I wasn't really interested in. His original music, but just seeing how creative he can be, because it's pretty creative, you know. Yeah, just, I mean, coming out, I, you know, I th- like I thought he was already unique, but when I saw that it was kind of more of a meme than anything, I was like, oh, he's gonna have kind of a hard time convincing people that he's serious. But I mean, even in this, it's super funny to for him to, to just do this to another rapper. Yeah. But it's still, it's I think it's a kind of a brilliant move on his part. Is it something that I would do or that I feel like other rappers would probably get away with? Probably not. And I think, like I said, I think that literally comes from sort of meme ability firsthand of just, you know, who he is as as a character as a, or his character in rap. So, you know. Anyway. Does it. Yeah. And uh, we listened to it earlier. And uh, it's only four tracks, so it's an easy listen. Only four tracks long, and uh, I gotta say, Beans and Lean or Bean and Lean is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, you know. Yeah, nice I've only heard the two, but it definitely. We had Giordano's, so we're a little slumped, man. That yeah, that that, that Chicago we, style pizza gets to you. We we suffering from what you might call an Italianitis. Which uh, Italianitis? <laughs> that sounds painful. <laughs> It sounds oh, like you pucker up your fingers too close, <laughs> and it gets too strained when you're yelling at your ma. You spraying your fingers trying to do chef's kiss. <laughs> it's just, ma, it's beautiful, ma. Oh man, you can't leave the table until you finish all the gabagool. Like, come on, bro. bro I gotta finish all the gabagool. <laughs> all the ma, there's so much goddamn gabagool. <laughs> I think, hey, that might be a, a whole lot of red. It's maybe referring to pasta sauce. Uh, Maybe Playboy Cardi's like Loki Italian. He's about to be an Italian chef. I mean, we found out that Twenty One's fucking British. Oh, yeah. You know, he's Who fucking knows? 
you know, it's whatever, bro. It'd actually be pretty cool if he was from Italy. I'd be, be down, here. you know. They'd be out here. And though. that, I mean, there were other. There were like two other albums. There was the Jack Harlow album, which <laughs> mid. I I didn't really I didn't even mid, listen to it. I didn't mid, get a mid, chance mid, to. Mid, but mid, I don't I don't I don't think he's my cup of tea anyway. But um. And then there was Man on the Moon. 3. Man on the Moon Three, Cuddy, which was very unexpected. Uh, wow! Well, like I saw the trailer. That he put out, but I was like, okay, sometime next year. This isn't coming out anytime soon. I mean, I mean, it definitely could, but I just don't think. I don't know if it. Like, I just feel like the whole year's passed, and at this point, to drop an album and for you to be a major artist when no other, like, artist in your tier level has dropped anything. I mean, you could start a trend, but that's likely not happen if you're in the like the last leg of a year. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, I mean, you, uh, I listened to it. You listened to it, right? I listened to it twice. You listened to it twice. I listened to it, like, I think I did, like, a run through the first time and then uh, only heard to, uh, probably, like, the second half. The sec- uh, I mean, the first half, the second time, for uh, for the second time again recently. So, I mean, it's okay. It. I saw. I was looking at the Zane Zane Low. I don't know if it's Zane Low or Zane Lowey. I don't know. I think it's Low, uh, and I don't really like a lot of his interviews. But <laughs> I just wanted to see what you know. It's been a minute just since I've seen Kid Cudi speak. So um, he talks about how like he was already making the songs, but he didn't he didn't know it was gonna be like for this album. He was just like, man, something about these just kind of feel like a you know. I guess feel like a man on the moon or whatever. In a, in a sense, it does. But when you hear it, it it's it it feels like a, a Travis like like Cuddy bringing kind of his old sound back. But he's just like, yeah, but this is what the new kids are making. Like it, a lot of it sounded like that, and not even like a not necessarily like a cornball way. It wasn't a you know hey fellow kids way, but it was it was just. It was just like I, your influences are so blatant, and which is kind of weird, just because he created that influence. He's the one who was the influence for the influence he's getting right now. Yeah, it's a fucking what's this shape? Infinity symbol? I guess so. I mean, it's it, I don't know if it's cyclical though, because the thing is, is it gonna come back around? Like, it, are people gonna love this album so much that by the time Travis Scott drops his next thing, people are gonna be like, man, that Cuddy though. Like, I don't, you know, I feel like it's it's one of those things, hopefully, you know, it feeds back. And in, in a sense, I think it is. I've seen a lot of social media posts that seem like they don't hate the album. A lot of people just picking tracks, though. It, like, yeah. like I think the difference, if I can if I could rewind back to 2009, 2010, uh, when the first Man <sighs> on the Moon came out, I remember listening to it and just kind of like being blown away because I remember hearing, you know, Day and Night was all over the radio. Uh, I hadn't heard of a kid named Cuddy, or I know I heard it probably like a week or so before I realized that the album was out already. <laughs> and then I played the album, and it was, you know, it was, it was just, I was, I think I was just around that perfect age. I think it was like uh, 16, 17. Around around my maybe freshman, freshman sophomore year, something somewhere in that area. Yeah, and yeah, like he just write like the way the stuff he talks about, 
it just resonated then, and I remember t- like having people like, "Hey, you gotta listen to this. This is like the greatest album created." I think, <laughs> and I don't, didn't know really. A I lot think of shit where it comes music. from is but. just the time, bro, and relatability. Mm-hmm. Like when I was, I just don't feel like Cuddy hits the same for me anymore. Like when mm-hmm. I listened to it, I just felt like all these songs just sounded the same. It wasn't the Cuddy from Man on the Moon or Man on the Moon Two. Man mm-hmm. on the Moon Two came out when I was a fucking senior in high school. I think it was a junior, senior in high yeah. school. Yeah, and at that point, you know, I was. I was kind of dealing with depression and stuff like that, you know? And I just feel like Man on the Moon 2 really helped me with that because a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff he was talking about on that album was, you know, I was feeling it. Yeah. And, I, uh, yeah. and now, you know, I'm 27 now. It just, mm-hmm. listening to that, and I just, I was just not the same wavelength for me anymore. Like, I just feel like I'm not at that mindset where I... I mean, I get where he's coming from, you know, he lost his father, so, you know, he's been dealing with that, and he's been dealing with mental health for a long time, but Mm -hmm. I don't know, man, just, I feel like it's just a different vibe for me, and... Oh, no, it definitely is, and, like, I think what, what, only, the only thing that truly makes it, like, uh, uh, part of the man on the moon for me is just because it's Kid Cudi and, um, his connection with, like, Dot... Dot the genius, who's like the who I guess produced the first one. I don't even know. I I highly doubt he did all the beats for the second one, but I, you know, Cuddy sees it as sort of return to form. But I think, and I think if you maybe at least in that first song, I think if you listen to the lyrics, he kind of he kind of alludes to this being kind of like a you know it's it, he's back, but there's something different now. Uh, it does. One thing I can give the album credit for is that. And I mean, I guess him too is that I feel like it picks up emotionally in the right spots. There isn't as many downer tracks as you would think you get from a Kid Cudi album. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 the ones that are downers, it's still kind of like he still kind of le- leaves it sort of ambiguous as to how he feels at the end. It's not it, it, like Mister. I, I don't think Mister Rage is darker than the uh, the end of day. But this new yeah. one, uh, the chosen or whatever, is like. I feel like it's either somewhere in between because it, it's, I I don't think I don't even think it's better than Man on the Moon Two. It's just something different. And then, one thing that was weird to me, and I know I might be the odd one out, was I feel like that that the song with Pop Smoke and Skepta, just came out of nowhere, bro. Yeah. And I don't know if it really fit in, the album that well. I just feel like it just came out of left field and it just went back to what it was originally supposed to be. And <laughs> well, I'm just like, oh, okay, you know, like it's cool. Thanks. He has he has a song on the album called "For the Kids," and honestly, that's not the name of the track you're mentioning, but it might as well have been because like like you know I feel like like I said a lot of it seems like he's sort of trying to reach for like this younger demographic. The flow has changed, but his voice is still unique enough to. Kind of hold this on. Yeah, get some ears. Catch some ears. Yeah, catch some, some ears. ears. Um, some old ones. But yeah, other than that, it was okay. Yeah. It was an alright album. I don't. I like maybe maybe y'all need to like do like a really you know point A point B listen. At some point, I really haven't gotten that true chance. It's one of those multiple listens. Yeah, type yeah, album. definitely one of those multiple listens. You got to give yourself time for something like that. And and not to say that it's like you know so dense in content or it's like a textbook or anything but <laughs> i don't know maybe 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 some of the flows are too uh un, un uh, unconventional for me at this point i don't know 
He still he still loves his his music, and I don't like I said I don't hate it now. I'm just kind of like it's it's here, and somebody's enjoying this, and ooh, I might like this one, but it's never been like a not probably not since that first and or second album. I was just like okay, it's unanimous. Like this dude really has it. I think besides those Man of the Moons, the last album I truly enjoyed from him was Indicud, to be honest. Indicud? Uh, I'm, like, I, I liked singles from Indicud, but I didn't like that album Single. either. There's always, you know what it is, I think, and it's the more, like, that was the one thing I can kind of appreciate from this album is that, um, it, he, like, and he, you know, he even did this in some, some of the songs in Mr. Rage or even some of his mixtapes. He always would say like one of he, he always had like one or two bars that was just like so kind of like weird and goofy and just like all right i'm kind of taken out of this i don't get any of that in this album yeah, no. uh yeah but yeah. that's about it that's them that's the schman on the schmoon hey we'll be right back why can't i just do what i want an out of control team he's not using gender pronouns he won't check his privilege and he thinks capitalism is a viable working system. A parent on his last leg. Only the hands can set things right. Listen here, boy. I don't tolerate the flim-flam behavior on my show. Can Dr. Hands change this young incel's heart? I get where you're coming from, Doc, but what's so bad about earning a living? Shut what your did bitch I ass do? Up, boy. Ow, ow. Yeah, you like that. What are your pronouns? My son is problematic on the next Dr. Hands. Tuesday mornings at 10 on Channel 9, The Hawk. And now back to the show. Hey, you watched anything new lately? Anything new? Yeah, I, watched, I watched I watched something on Tubi. Uh, you know, oh, Jesus Christ. For those of you that don't know Tubi. Uh, hell Tubi. On, it's hell on a fucking television. Well, I don't know. It's, it's, I like, it's like um, it's a streaming service. Uh... That it's like the Walmart bargain bin of DVDs. It's like the Persona, Kmart like, bargain bin of DVDs. Oh, okay. Kmart's close. I couldn't tell you, bro. That's the point. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, but hey, I mean, I think if you're like an independent filmmaker, I think there's a chance there's some way you can upload because there's a lot of stuff on there that just aren't uh, you don't think are real movies. And, and it's like, man, somebody got a like a, a 45 minute short on this thing. How do you pull that off? So, um. <laughs> I watched this movie, it's called Nicole, and I didn't watch it all really, I kind of skimmed through it, but the gist of it is, Nicole is this lady, average black girl, and she lives by herself, and I think one night she, like, it. well, the movie consists of her getting ready for this date. And while she's getting ready for the date, she's having, like, flashbacks of her childhood, her birthday, her mom cutting the cake. And then I think it's, like, her mom staring at the knife and her dad, like, talking to her while the cake is just, you know, um, chopped, I guess, or sitting there. And then it would cut back to, right, you know, uh, present time, and she met some dude on some app and is just talking to him at the bar, and he's flirting with her terribly, I might add. A lot of, a lot of just, like, there was a lot of points where she could just be like, hey, get off me. Like, this is, you just, like, it's weird and it's corny. Uh, and But for whatever reason, I guess he, you know, he buys her drinks and they have a good time. And then she decides to bring him home with her. And then cooks him a whole ass dinner. Yeah. 
But the, here's the thing, like they, there's almost this incel zero. niggas going crazy right now. <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's almost like there's like zero subtlety to if whether this dude's a bad guy or not because she's like turned around and washed some dishes or something, and then it cuts to him like going into his blazer and pulling out like a pill capsule, opening it up to look at the pills and then closing it and putting it back in his pocket. I'm like, okay, if even if he's like a Cosby, like it's not, <laughs> it 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 was just it was super drawn out. Uh, they end up like they end up drinking a little wine and then they end up like uh, like on the couch or something like that. Uh, and so they're chilling on the couch and he's like, "Hey, how about we, you know, do something or whatever?" Oh no, no, actually, no. She's she's in her. I think she's looking at one of her paintings because she's an artist too. Mm-hmm. And he goes to the bathroom and then he comes out of the bathroom and like falls and like slides or, or, like across the floor and she's like, "You all right?" It's like, yeah, I'm good. Just a little drunk. And she says something like, she's like, you sure you can get a ride home? And he's like, yeah, I'm good. And he tries to kiss her. And she pushes him off. She's like, I told you, no. And he's like, wait, but you going to bring me to your house? And you going to cook me a whole lot? Of she's like, I cook dinner because. Uh, Incel niggas going <laughs> crazy right now. And yeah, they are. And, I, <laughs> but, and I'm not, but I think it's kind of funny. I'm just like, so you don't trust this man enough to be around him, but you let him in your home. And you proceed to cook a whole ass dinner. This is not victim blaming. I'm just thinking this is weird. Like, like that's such a strange behavior. He bought you drinks. Time, this is the first time they met, right? Yes, it's the first time they met. He bought you drinks. That's it. Like, he didn't even make the drinks. Why are you going so out of wait, your way to bring him over to make him a whole meal? So this was probably at what, like late, right? Like two o'clock in the morning. She's out here making. Yeah, pot roast. yeah. And so, and then he's, you know, of course he he. <laughs> That's when the incel really kicks in, bro. It was like a blast of dope in it. Me, like, oh, you bitch, da 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 da. Nah, nah. And he started trying to like go at her, God and she, damn. of course, she had like, they they try to like set it up. There's no reason why she has like a knife with its own personal holster in her back pocket, but she <laughs> takes it and she like stabs him, and I guess keeps stabbing him, and then it just so eventually the scene just kind of cuts. Yeah. And then I don't know why people in movies do this. You can explain why you had to inflict harm upon someone else, right? And sure, there might be an investigation, but what are they going to find if you tell the truth? And, <laughs> no, nah, it's time to chop up the body now. chop up the body. And I'm just like, First step, on. step one, so chop up cliche. the body. Stop. Easy. Can we, look, if you kill somebody in self-defense, please just don't chop up the body. Call the police. Like, Have you, you talked to police before? Yeah, like. <laughs> no, bro. You got to chop the body up. <laughs> Take a little, so, take so a little, they just gonna put t- you in custody. Like, take bro, a little, you chop the body. Take a little piece of intestine. Take a bite out of it. See what it's like, bro. That's the that's what victims do, bro. Yeah, it's super wild. But then, as she's like trying to dispose of the body, uh, at some point, I don't know if this is a couple nights later or what. Like, one of her neighbors catch her is this young kid, and I think he probably was like. I want to say like 18, maybe early 20s. And she like tries to like, like, I guess he, no, he comes to the house early in the movie and he tries to look through a window, but all her windows are like, she puts these black curtains over them so nobody can see inside. And, um, oh, uh, so then later on, as she's like trying to dispose of the body and put it in her car, uh, the neighbor shows up. It's like in the middle of the night, and he's trying to like holler at her or whatever. And so, in order to distract him, she, you know, from from because uh, he tries to like help her put the body and stuff in, but it's wrapped in plastic, so he doesn't know what's in it. 
And so she, like, pick, you know, tries her best to pick it up, pushes up in the trunk, and then, like, gives him, like, this hard-ass kiss and be like, yeah, we're going to hang out later. <laughs> Whatever, just to, like, throw him off the trail, I guess. Yeah, but then you never see him again. So it was almost pointless for, that, for him to even show up there. Uh she disposes of the body at like a dock or whatever. Um <laughs> like the classic style, like ball and chain type into like so the body is like stays underwater type deal. And then it, like I said, it keeps cutting back to these weird flashbacks of her at this birthday party. No new context. It's like it's like just the same scene from different angles. And uh then what happens? I think there's a point where she asks out one of her coworkers, uh, like on a date, and then they're kind of a couple for like a second, and then the like there's a scene when she ends up coming home, right? Yeah. And her parents, <laughs> her parents are there, which you've never seen in the, most of the movie. Oh wait, no, she visits their grave a lot in the movie too. But so they're dead, and then the dude that she stabbed is there too, and he's cooked food for everybody, and they're all sitting down eating dinner together. And I'm just like, so is she just built? Did she? This applies. I guess she killed her parents in the same house. Is it just she just likes to chill with ghosts? Fuck it. I don't know. And the movie just kind of, uh, the movie ends with with the body just randomly deciding to rise up out the water, like, like there's so people, it was a zombie movie. So it's no, sec- no, not no, not like that. It's just like I don't know if it like the string that it was attached to with the rock on it broke or whatever. It just randomly started rising, and you just hear like a. Like a boat, I guess it was supposed to pull up on the dock, like beeping at it, and it just kind of ends. And I was like, "This is a dumb movie." Like that, but that's, I mean, that's too. That's 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 light. You know what I mean? That's light when it comes to to Tubi. Tubi can get way more extreme, way more bloody, way more uh, exploitative. Tubi's next level, bro. It is. It is. It's revolutionary. It goes. It, it goes. Tubi, Hulu, Netflix. <laughs> Wow, Tubi is like the, Tubi's like the Domino's of pizza of like, uh, it's like the Domino's of what? That's like, a whole nother subject, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> now we got to talk about Domino's. Hey, we'll be right back after this. Hi, I'm Dr. Hands, and on my show, I dedicate my time and energy into solving life's biggest problems. I ran away from home. Go join the circus, nigga. Ouch. I'm addicted to heroin. Nigga, me too. Ow. I'm dyslexic. Learn to read. Woo. I am a pacifist. Use a bitch. Ouch. I'm 16 and pregnant. Why the fuck is your voice so deep? Ugh. So join me every week as I change lives. I will beat the shit out of your kids. Get the hands on Dr. Hands. Tuesday mornings at 10 on Channel 9, The Hawk. And now, back to our show. I don't understand your beef with Domino's. You have to understand my beef with Domino's because it's the beef that everyone else has been seeing for years. Now, let me expose them first. (laughs) Actually, hey, pull up their wiki. Pull up their wiki. Wiki what? Huh? What wiki? Domino's wiki. Pull up Domino's wiki. And I'm just going to sit here. You can read and I'm going to stop you and we're going to rebut. Gonna rebut. (laughs) (laughs) I know they didn't write it. I know it. I know what Wikipedia is. The first thing you're gonna see on there is like maybe some like them begging for funding, but <laughs> <laughs> but 
We're gonna we're gonna go at this. So you want me to read the whole thing? Just just read read uh, what is Domino's synopsis? <laughs> There's, All right, uh, the synopsis. Give me the synops- synops, baby. Do they make four hundred fucking seven million dollars a year? Mm-hmm. How you hating them? Four hundred. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to you read it and then All I'm right. gonna stop you where I feel it's convenient. In 1960, Tom Monahan. Stop right there, but <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's name was not Tom. <laughs> Tom. Liar. Tom Monahan Monagon. 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 I mean, yeah, Monagon, bro. It's Monagon. And his brother James took over the operation of Dominic's. An existing location of a small pizza restaurant chain that has been owned by Dominic Devardi at 507 Cross Street, now 301 West Cross Street, in Yasplanati, Michigan. <laughs> I don't, that's, that's as good as it's going to okay. be. Mm-hmm. The deal was secured for a $500 down payment. Bro, Domino's got started for $500. See, all right. I think that's where we're, I'm going to stop right there, and I'm going to tell you, man. If they did, if they, if it all started with five hundred dollars, it hasn't. The the value hasn't gone up. Are you kidding? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This pizza is is like crackers with like some melty cheese on it, and overly seasoned, almost every time. Not only that, the sauce isn't is kind of gross. I don't like their sauce at How all. How do you overly season food? How do you overly? This it's possible with what garlic? I mean, with like garlic, <laughs> maybe salt, but not with garlic. No, you can do. You can overdo it with garlic. You can't too. overdo garlic. Yo, when you can like breathe and smell garlic, and then you can fart and smell garlic, <laughs> you over season with garlic. But yeah, so my thing is, if you look at any of their ad campaigns, look at their ad campaigns, bro. What do you see all the time? It's usually excuses, bro. <laughs> That's what you see. You see excuses or distractions, depending on which Domino's commercial you're looking at. Does anybody remember the one where they're talking about the dude who could just fold boxes fast? Like, who cares how fast you can fold these boxes? Does the, how's the pizza taste? How's the pizza taste, Josh? I, uh, I mean, it's, <laughs> I guess. I could fold these boxes real fast, though. I mean, please, please eat the pizza. It tastes good enough for five, for six dollars. Shit, it tastes good enough for me. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> nah. Bro. They've been doing that five, that two, the five ninety nine deal for a medium pizza or a fucking sandwich Look, for years, bro. I That's appreciate what they this deal, to. but nothing will top the year in a high school where this girl is just walking around giving out uh, the whole. She was just giving up all the goods with a uh, with. With Papa John, she was like, "Yeah, you here? Just take this code and put it into like you get, make a profile with your email, put in this code, and you'll just get a free pizza." And I got a free pizza like all week for Papa John's. From Papa John's, and you're out here talking to me about Domino's, but you're out here eating Papa John's. Yes, but oh, here's the thing: killing his me. Papa John's has never lied about who they are, bro. <laughs> what is Papa John's? They say, and it, don't don't listen to their slogan. Don't don't give me the whole better pizza. That's that's not true. But you ain't <laughs> never seen Papa John's and Papa Murphy. In the same place, and that's also true. Papa Murphy's is literally Papa John. But look, Papa, ever even after Papa, even after Papa John, the Papa um, <laughs> John, he was fired. He still hasn't taken off that shirt. He still rocks that shirt. Same shirt. Like even in the commercials where he has like a jersey on, that shirt is under. You, you got to give commitment. Gotta, that's where Papa John's uh, yeah, at the edge. And that's the problem with Domino's. They don't. There's no commitment to the customer, bro. I mean, they I they give- have ads talking about. 
<laughs> it's talking about uh, uh, the, 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 where they show you a picture of a fucked up pizza and they go <laughs> and they they even call out the person who ordered it which I would be more embarrassed if that was me and like I forgot the name of the person but I'm just like uh, uh, Miss Reynolds uh, this this will never happen again you can't promise that first off cause, cause like I said how why like it was the pizza's already messed up right yeah so then I taste it and it's still messed up. <laughs> like it's it's not me tasting the dominant is it's that's the problem already. I mean, I'm gonna keep it a buck I mean, with you. You know, I have gotten a fucked up pizza from Domino's before. <laughs> it 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 looked like it looks like what they do after they've made it and it's like perfect. They close the box and then they just tilt turn it upside down real quick. My shit looked like a calzone to keep it <laughs> yeah. real with you. It looked like a calzone. I don't know. They just folded it? I was just confused, bro, because I'd never seen it. It's the first time I've ever had a fucked up pizza. <laughs> I was like, I've never seen a pizza like this. I just like, seen how do you how do you do this? You like know? what what moves do you make driving? That allow this pizza to get so destroyed. It, it almost feels like it was on purpose. Like that, you're just like, "Hey, Mel, come here real quick and hey, watch me fuck up this pizza." <laughs> real quick. It, 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 it might be like weird. a rookie thing. Maybe they just test the 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 new guy every night. Um, <laughs> and it's like I've never got like Pizza Hut. Never any other, like small pizza chain. Never gone through that. Like Domino's mm-hmm. is the only place where I've gotten a fucked up pizza. Yeah, I think I think originally before they put it in. Like it's a regular box. They put it in a rectangular one, and then just kind of shake it around, <laughs> and then they put it, put it right back in your regular box. And I'm telling you, bro, what's fucked up about yeah. it was though. I I go to like call, and they just automatically. Oh no, here's ten dollars, ten percent off. Like, <laughs> See? It was, so because they I'm know what's like, up. It's, I was like, huh, you know, it's, how often does you do you guys fuck up pizza? It's that, that terrible mother who knows her kid is bad and she didn't teach him shit, but she just still lets him go like be around people in school, like. That's a problem. I mean, yeah. Like, and so, <laughs> yo. <laughs> you give me a $6 pizza, I'm going to bust it down, baby. You know what, you know what it is. <laughs> and then they got, I'm going to keep going with these ads, bro, because it don't stop. Not only do we have the one where they're showing you, like, a pizza that they messed up, but then they got the one of the dude folding boxes fast. Then they got the one where they're making excuses for said ugly pizza, by oh yeah, this neighborhood has potholes. So what we did was we took a whole bunch of <laughs> they took a whole bunch of their own product and made like <laughs> landfill to like <laughs> to like put <laughs> they made landfill so that the the uh, driver they use their pizza boxes on the I think it is I think it's like chopped up pizza boxes probably even their dry ass crust and they put it in there <laughs> so that you can drive over it without hitting a bump therefore destroying already nasty pizza this nigga Tom's um, about to be at your front door <laughs> Tom's about to want to Tom's gonna want to the ghost of Tom uh, is he dead what's his name Manigatron or something Tom like Manigatron <laughs> yeah let's go with that, that. Oh, that's him now yeah no it's, it's that he's that's like 40 me. something uh, 40, uh, 40 was that 100 years ago it's <laughs> 1960. Close enough. Anyway, oh, that nigga's still—he's 83. He's really a throw. He's ready to knock I, if you buck with you. Playboy. I think he sold the company, so it's not even his. He probably—he's probably not even the same. Like it probably doesn't taste the same. He probably had good boxes. Sorry, Tom. I understand you may have had good boxes, but the people you got running your your shit now, bro. Like, sorry. Nobody crosses Tom, my nigga. Hand <laughs> his last name keeps changing, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But and then last but not least, or I'm just gonna let this be the last one. He they have the nerve to do an ad campaign for their app where if you order any pizza anywhere better than theirs, which is mostly all of them. 
And you take a picture of it and put it on an app, they give you a free pizza. Why? That's pretty sick. Bro. Why would they give you a free pizza? You gotta have fat balls in order to do that. That's man. the most that's the most cuck app one <laughs> that I've it, ever seen. One, Yo, show me the dude that you're dating now that is better. That's like asking your ex text me. <laughs> and they make it so simple. And I'll still send you flowers. Bro, and I'll still send you candy. Domino's makes it so simple though. Like I have they have an app on your Apple Watch where you can fucking order a, a pizza. Like you can literally just text <laughs> Domino's pizza. And then they'll send you a fucking pizza. I, that's kind of mm. spooky. <laughs> like, I didn't See, give you an address That's or a problem, nigga. That's what it was. They're probably the first to implement AI to make their pizzas. That's why I all messed up. They still don't understand. <laughs> they still don't understand how, that it has to taste good, first and foremost. Fuck, man. <laughs> kind of want some Domino's. Now. No, you don't. We, hey, we are not sponsored. Yes, well, we, obviously. Yes, but we still. are. Yes, we are. Tom, I got you. Bro. Actually, this is a this is a we are anti sponsors. If you need someone to sponsor Domino's, I got you. <laughs> What's good? You need me to say anything? This man good? will cape for it. I'll. He's been doing it so far. It's Domino's, bro. It's legendary, bro. I Only like, Domino's I, I know is a game. I was a college student once. <laughs> it's no that shit saved my life. What bro? happened to ramen noodles, bro? You can't just keep hey, ramen. Man. Sometimes, you know, them, you got to take a break. Here, Roman noodles. <laughs> Sometimes you got to. <laughs> oh, Can my God. Talk, that video is gone. Yes. That video has gone so underground, bro. Oh but that God. was the original. Y'all was, need to check out. Was, What's the name of it? We need the real title. Just type in little brother. Get his news taken by older brother. Is that what it is? You probably find little brother. Yeah, I can't or, name. Or, I, or ramen noodles fight or something like that. I don't like know that. any other video. It's that, beautiful. It's. The funniest, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. It, yeah, it's a, as as a little brother, I understand his pain, you know, because <laughs> you can never have anything on your own. Like, yeah, it's, and brothers are always brothers the, are mean. Sometimes. And some of the best uh, domestic argument videos come from like shirtless nigga households. Shirtless like, nigga households <laughs> over noodles, a burger. <laughs> and sometimes pizza. Sometimes, but it's pizza. usually noodles because noodles, bro. I don't know. What you it make is. your noodles right. I guess because you, yeah, it, it's it's almost it's almost culinary because you're like, Cause I, there's you're different like, methods, bro. Yeah, you add some cheese sometimes. I don't. I'm not a cheese dude. Some no, nah, please don't look at me that way. No, nah, but there are people out there, <laughs> bro. I put cheese on this. I drain my water. Mm-hmm. I add a tab of butter, mm-hmm. and then I add the seasoning. That's all you need. Boom. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. That's Fuck it. all that cheese. Fuck eggs. Yeah, I don't know. What, whose idea was eggs? The Japanese. I guess so. Yeah. Because in you know in all ramen. Uh I thought you No, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Huh? Was ramen made in Japan or was it made in China? Or was it made in Italy because it's noodles? I don't know. Well, fuck it. I Ho- mean that's they, homework for They say spaghetti is Chinese, but you know, Marco Polo is like well, isn't sold everything that. Chinese to a point? Is it Chinese or African? And when it comes to stuff, it's Chinese. When it comes to people, it's African, right? <laughs> For the most part. Yeah. So the noodles were born like adjacent to humans. So, like, technically, like noodles. so technically, Africans made noodles. Maybe. Fun fact, ladies and gentlemen. This is a fact. I, we just made it just now. <laughs> Africans Con- made confer- noodles. Confirmed. Confirmed uh, by Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> did did you know that you can... That Africans made ramen noodles. You you watched that on Nova? <laughs> this is Nova Science Now. <laughs> Noodle edition. Oh, man. Oh, man, Neil, bro. 
don't know. I don't feel him. I feel like he came at Bob wrong. I don't. I don't appreciate that. You feel he came at Bob like, wrong? Like I get it. Well, Bob is wrong in the first place. Yeah. So you so got to make gotta, a spectacle out of me. Yeah. You, you're Harvard. You're or whatever he's a super school he went to. Bob went to Harvard. No, uh, no, DeGrasse Tyson. I was about to say Harvard failed like, that nigga. No, DeGrasse Tyson went to you know Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters, and I just don't <laughs> appreciate you flexing on like Cohen's a rapper. He's a rapper. People, I don't under people. I feel like people over overestimate the influence of rappers. I yes, like- they influence like style, culture, slang. Culture is so loose because at the end of the day. If a rapper was just like, man, I ain't take that test. You just go to school and not take that test. Like, you, there's nobody to contend you. You know, your parents aren't going to say anything. The teacher's not going to say anything. Oh, he heard a rapper. Okay, he good. Like, that doesn't happen. And that's why I just think, I don't know. The streets bring intelligence, bro. I guess. <laughs> no, I no. And plus, anybody who's crying that their kid is following a rapper is probably not a good parent in the first place. I don't know, man. But, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, y'all niggas need to watch Haikyuu, bro. Haikyuu? Haikyuu, yeah. What's that? It's a volleyball anime. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, okay, I get okay, you. We got this right Volleyball anime. That's yeah. all right. All right Weave time. Weave time. It's the greatest anime. It's the greatest show ever. Mm. Ever. Mm. I think I think, I think. think Prince of Tennis turned me off from sports, <laughs> sports no, animes. What, it's... I think what what drives me to it is not the characters. The characters are great. You know, the two main characters, uh, Hinata Shoyo and Tobio Kageyama. Yeah, that's right. I got it fucking memorized. I got about every... You should have seen me last night. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) I was damn near crying watching that new episode, man. Really? It was intense. It's the passion, bro. Just being passionate about... It's volleyball? Yeah. Well, it's about volleyball, but you can... You know, the the, the one thing about, um, you know... These types of stories, these types of sports stories, you can, the passion can be found anywhere. You know, you can put that type of passion in anything. You know, if you believe in something, you work hard in doing it, you know, and then you achieve a goal, you're going to feel, you're going to feel the way these fucking high school, these fake, these not real high school kids feel. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Bro, it's serious, bro. You need to watch that shit. I'm not, I don't want to spoil too much, but. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, this shit's the real deal. It's slowly working up the ranks as one of my top three. It's damn near one. It's, if, it's about to replace Hunter Hunter. If you could, if you could sell it in like, well, is that because Hunter Hunter's taking his sweet time? Jump high, smack ball. That's how I. That's it. That's, okay. Yeah, that's all you. You're gonna sell it in. Okay. Let's go. Jump right. high, smack ball, cry. Jump high, just smack ball, cry. Anything else? Anything else before? Uh, can we wrap this thing. Just up? you know, just a bunch of. Just a bunch of anime, bro. Attack on Titans back. You know, I was getting, I'm getting hyped up, bro. It's real. Now I have shit to watch instead of all this American bullshit. <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> nothing. That's it. <laughs> we don't all make right. anything. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's been the show. Uh, this was uh, Jay and, as, a, as a candle and Josh as... Sandshrew from Pokemon. Yeah, he got he going to keep saying that. Sandshrew. Good luck, fucker. Good luck drawing that, loser. How? Hey, I could probably. And no tracing either. You have to draw it by freehand. (sighs) I could do that. No, I could do that. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But blindfolded. Blindfolded. With one arm behind your back as a black man (laughs) in America. Uh, oh yeah, there's the difficulty right ooh. there. That's the difficult part. I saved the all, 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 all the stuff before Brother. that was the easy part. 
The hunt is on. Goodbye. All right. Peace.